You're listening to the LaxRecords.com podcast, episode 18. Today we're talking to Gonzaga head coach Casey O'Neill. So let's get started. Hey everybody, Mike here. Welcome to the LaxRecords.com podcast. Today I'm talking with Gonzaga lacrosse head coach Casey O'Neill. He's looking to lead the Purple Eagles to their eighth straight Washington Catholic Athletic Conference Championship and he's compiled quite a record since he took over the program in 2008. He's won 155 games, compiled a 90-7 and conference record, and obviously, like I said before, they've won seven straight WCAC championships in that time as well. Gonzaga is a consistent top 15, arguably a top 10 team year in, year out. They've probably been in the top five several teams. I don't know off the top of my head, but I know they're consistently start the year at least in the top five, and they always play one of the toughest schedules in the nation. Casey is a Gonzaga graduate, and he won a WCAC title as a player in 1993. He played lacrosse, basketball, football with the Purple Eagles. He went on to play D1 lacrosse at Lehigh, where he also won a Patriot League title in 1999, so he knows a thing or two about how to win championships. And of course, I talked with him about how his team outlook for the season and how the WCAC looks, uh, the overall outlook is, and including how it could be impacted by Kevin Giblin's arrival at Bishop O'Connell this season. When we, when I interviewed him earlier, they had yet to start the season, but since then, obviously Bishop O'Connell went to do something they hadn't done in 27 years, which was beat DeMatha. So they've already kind of made a little bit of noise in the conference. So it was early. Uh, we still might see a few more upsets there, so uh, we do talk a little bit early. Gonzaga had yet to play their first game, so the conversation is a little earlier than um, it would have been now in this past week. So we also talk about, take a little bit of a deeper look into what has made O'Neill such a terrific leader and some of the advice and habits that's helped him along the way. So before we get into the interview, be sure to follow me on Twitter and Instagram, at Lax Records, and go to facebook.com slash laxrecords. I'll have all the links in the show notes and on laxrecords.com. So let's get started. I'm here with uh, Gonzaga head coach Casey O'Neill. Casey, uh, you know, pretty thank you for, for coming on today. I really, really appreciate it. Uh, I know we've, we've talked several times in the past, but I'm looking forward to hearing uh, about the upcoming season. It should be quite an exciting year for you guys. Well, Mike. First off, thanks for thanks for having me, and uh, I appreciate the the kind uh, kind words and and the work you do. Uh, you know, follow you on Twitter and uh, your, your website with Lax Records, and uh, you know, it's it's really great for our sport to have guys uh, you know that, that that care about you know our level, the high school level, and and sort of uh, go a little bit beyond. And so uh, I appreciate it. I really do. And and we're getting uh, we're getting excited for. Our season, uh, which is right here, uh, right in front of us. Yeah, you guys are uh, literally getting ready to start, I guess, in four, in four days. So I'm sure you guys have been practicing really hard because <laughs> uh, you guys start off, you got St. Albans, and then you got you jump right into it with Landon. So, you know, it's uh, there's no let-up. You guys never have a let-up on your, your conference schedule. Like I always admire. You guys just go out and play, you know, the best teams you guys can get. Um, it's uh, you know, always always a challenging schedule for you guys. Yeah, and I think one of the neat things for for us um, is the scrimmages we played to to prepare. Um, we we normally had three, and and we had three dates this year, but one of them was kind of a, a three way scrimmage. But when you're talking uh, practicing six on six uh, and scrimmaging with St. Stephen St. Agnes, just a, a great program in our in our backyard here in in, in Northern Virginia, uh, Loyola Blakefield got to do the same thing. 
And then just this past Saturday, we get to go against Haverford and Calvert Hall. And so when you you check the box for, okay, are we going to, you know, are we going to see some, some quality, I mean, beyond quality opponents uh, um, to get ready that, that got us excited. And, and then it gave us, you know, four or five days of, of, of just the coaches and the film and the, and the lifting to get ready for that first game. And um, we've always kind of had great, great out of conference schedule that's tested us. And, you know, um, that, that's, that's the key, the, the, you know, prepare us for, you know, for our conference and, and, you know, hopefully getting to play uh, into May and, and hopefully playing for a conference championship. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to, uh, I know I sent you the questions beforehand, so we're going to switch it up a little bit. I'm going to talk <laughs> team at the conference kind of uh, first, because honestly, I'm a little excited to, to hear about it. Because um, for anybody who doesn't know, you guys are the now seven time uh, consecutive champions in the Washington Catholic Athletic Conference, um, WCAC, uh, for anybody. So, which is a pretty impressive feat. I mean, before you guys got there, like, how many had um, Gonzaga won before you got there? Uh, we'd, we'd won four. Uh, we, they had gone back-to-back in, in, in 1992 and 1993, and then in 1997 and 1998. And so we hadn't won a conference championship since – uh, since 1998, when when we won it in 2010, and so that was kind of something that, you know, tw- 12 years there. Uh, obviously, kudos and 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 much respect to Dematha, who had kind of um, had run the table for m- many of those years. I know Reichen had had snuck in and got one, and and, and Dematha had a great streak. Um, but but what you know we're so proud of is just. I think the, the the balance and depth of our conference, um, you know, over the last ten years. I mean, you just you got these great programs, these great coaches um, that have really tested us and and made our conference that much better in this area. Um, you know, it's no mistake in the Washington D.C. area. You think of the IAC and, and those programs of of Landon and Georgetown Prep. But then you look at what St. Stephen's has done and what Bullis has done and, and, and you know, the coaches at Episcopal and St. Albans and, and, and St. Steve, you know, again and again, like that, that conference. So it's just it's great for our area. You know, it's it's great for Washington, D.C., Maryland, you know, Northern Virginia and, and not to mention the public schools, too. You know, the you know, it's not just about the, the privates. I mean, you see these incredible and I think it starts with, again with the I'm talking a lot here, but it starts with the coaches. And, and this area, I always tell kids, you can't go wrong wherever you go. I mean, you're going to get great, great coaching. So, you know, we uh, we certainly are proud of of this run we've had. But um, you know, this this year is going to bring a whole new you know a whole new beast. And uh, you know, it's hopefully we can we can be competitive enough to 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 try to do it again. Yeah, and and don't worry about talking. No one wants to hear me talk. They want to hear you talk. <laughs> no one. I mean, it's like, um, yeah, it's like. Uh, you mentioned the the coaches in the conference. I talked to uh, Coach Waters at Paul the Six uh, about a month or so ago, and you know he's really excited about his team. You know, obviously, I, I think one of the interesting things will be watching um, Coach Giblin at Bishop O'Connell. Like you know, right. kind of see the uh, O'Connell is not traditionally a you know a, a power in the conference, but you know Giblin with what he did at prep is all you know. It Im- almost immediately for me just makes them a team that you absolutely have to keep your eye on because I told Coach Waters like. They're gonna sneak up and bite here. Like I just don't see them getting through a year without beating someone that someone did not expect them to. Um, so you know they're they're gonna be an interesting team to watch this year. So I think the you know 
between the IAC and you guys, the WCAC, I think it's just going to be you know, the, the conference, the depth in that area just gets gets better and better. And like you said, I think this is it's better for lacrosse in general just to to kind of get that that depth. Um, and you know, it's good for the kids and you know for the fans, <laughs> amazing because you get to watch the quality of the cross pretty easily um, without having to go too far out of your backyard. Um, right. So you know, kind of looking at obviously. You know, I mean, obviously, you guys are seven-time champs. You, you guys are the team to beat until someone got someone knocks you guys off. It's just the way it's going to be. Um, but outside of that, like, who are the teams? I know we talked about Paul Six and Bishop O'Connor, but who are the teams you kind of got your eye on to be like, all right, you know, these because you got to keep the kids hungry. So you got to, you know, right. point out someone to be like, you know, don't overlook or you know, this is the team. Like, how do you kind of approach it, and who do you who you point out to the the athletes to be like, hey, this is the teams to really look out for this year, or to your coaches? Sure. Sure, sure. Well, you know, just just you mentioned two great great men right there. You know, uh, in Bob Waters and and Kevin Giblin, and you know, it's it it is odd to see him. You know, at at Bishop O'Connell. I mean, I have more respect for that man, and he coached me when I was a young uh, a young kid, uh, and 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 learned many things. I mean, again, it's you coach. Um, you're, you're, you're taking things from, at least for me, from all these guys, the relationships and somebody, somebody like him is, is, you're right, is going to, when he got that job and immediately, you know, I, I, I texted him probably the next day and just said, our, our league got so much better just having him in, in this conference. Um, you know, again, and Bob Waters and, and just the person he is and the way he coaches, he's just just a great great person and, and coach. And so, you know, to pick, to go to your question about picking one team, I mean, it's, um, you know, I, I look at it as, you know, the, the, each game, you know, the next game, uh, that that's kind of the way we, we, we've got to go about it. Um, you know, it's, it's, I, I would say that, that what Paul the sixth has done, um, and just looking at the quality of, the, of their players, um, you know, in, in what Coach Waters has done in, in in the last four and a half, and I guess this is year five for them. I mean, it's you know they they look as talented as anybody. Um, talk about Coach Giblin and, and what he's going to do, and you're right, they're they're going to they're going to beat some teams, and that's our first conference game. And uh, you know, uh, all 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 headlights are on. I mean, we're we're we we know what's coming in in a, in a Coach Giblin coach team, and and we've got to be prepared. Um, we talked about Dematha earlier, you know, great, again, another great coach, uh, what they bring in a tough style. And we, we were in a conference championship with them last year and have played them, I think three times in the, in, in the seven we've, we've won, um, you know, they're, they're, they're coming. I mean, I, I we, we know it. I mean, I see it in the summer we talked to everybody. We, we know that that team, uh, is ready to go and that, you know, they've hired some, uh, some new coaches and some guys that are coming in and, um, you know, Ireton is well coached again with, with Brandon Rose. And don't forget about St. Mary's Riken. Uh, Riken is, you know, Coach Perk down there is, you know, I, I know that they've got some great young guys and some guys that can score. Um, really, really excited to see what, what St. John's is, is going to do. Uh, Coach West Speaks over there is, you know, I, they got their first uh, first win in, in his tenure uh, today. And, you know, we know that, <laughs> you know, very aware of that. And Coach Durkin over over at Good Council. And, and it's just, again, I mean, this this conference, again, it starts again with at the top uh, with, with, the, with every single guy uh, that the head coaches. And so, I you know, again, I mean, if, if I miss somebody, I'm 
you know, <laughs> it's just because I'm, I'm just, we've got great guys right there. And, and it's getting late. So, you know, you've already put in a full, you've already put in a full day. So we'll forgive you if you forget, but you know, the conference is so deep. I think you're right. It's just, there's going to be a lot of, t- there's no days off. And I mean, it's just the way it is, which is, is, is good for the kids. Cause that way you get to get that challenge. Cause once you get into the playoffs, there's, there's no days off once you get the playoffs. Like it's, it's right. That point, that second season. Um, you know, one thing I did want to ask that we kind of looking at your schedule is like, how do you, pick the teams you're like how because I mean you're you're playing Saving Nations Prep out of California, which um looks to be very strong this year. Dallas Jesuits, the defending Texas um division division one champ, you know, Bullis who won the IAC last year. I mean you start off with we don't start off with Landon Landon's your second game, then we talked about O'Connell. Playing Boys Latin, Loyola Academy, which is a power out here in Illinois, you know, how do you put this schedule together? Because I mean your conference is tough enough, but then you guys go out of conference and play all the best teams out of other places as well. It's, I mean, right. I mean, you look at it and each year, you know, we, we, we at least get, you know, I love the compliments of, wow, love, you know, from the parents to the people that look at it and, you know, look, we, we could stay right here in our, in our backyard and get again, a great conference, you know, that we're preparing for, um, you know, we've got the IAC in our backyard again. I mean, every year we're playing St. Albans, we're playing landing, we're playing prep, uh, we're, we're playing Bullis. Uh, we're scrimmaging uh, St. Stephen, St. Agnes. So boom, right there, you've got, you know, that's that's 11 to 12 games right there. Uh, then, you you know, you want to go a little bit up, up you know, 95 north and, and get a couple MIAA teams and really, you know, again, ramp things. Up. So, you know, you got McDonough and then we've got boys Latin and we scrimmage, like I said, Calvert Hall and Loyola Blakefield. Uh, but with those games, we're at 13 or 14, and we're only allowed, again, 18 regular season games in our conference. And so what I love is, again, playing Jesuit schools, uh, you know, Gonzaga being a Jesuit uh, high school, and it's awesome. I mean, we get to play these guys from, from St. Ignatius out in California, the Dallas Jesuit Loyola Academy, who, you know, for a couple of years now has – has wanted to play and, and, and been very great about it. Um, you know, cause they come out, all these guys, you know, come out East and mm-hmm. uh, they love, I love that they love to challenge their teams and you know, it, it, these guys know what they're doing. They want to come out there. They, they, they want to beat a team or they want to show their kids. Hey, we're, you know, same thing we're doing out of conference. They want to come out and play out of conference games. They want to play, you know, the, the, the teams to get their kids ready to go back and, and win their States or win their, their conferences. Um, you know, the Culver, the Culver situation. I mean, that, that is just, you know, that team is, they are dynamic. I mean, yeah. they're so good. So, you know, again, Fordham prep coming down. I mean, we, we're just, it just works out that way. I like playing the Jesuit schools. I'm lucky and blessed to be able to play so many kind of schools in our backyard. And then, um, you know, and then, and then the Baltimore school. So again, I'm just going to keep going back to it. I mean, they're, they're great people. They're great guys that I want to coaches that I want to, you know, uh, play against and that, that teach their kids the right way. And it's, you know, at the end of the day, win or lose, you know, you're shaking hands with, with great people and you're moving on. Right. All right. Um, so, uh, so, Let's see. Last year, I think you guys were, you know, you guys were offensively strong, but your defense was was pretty outstanding last year. I'm looking at your last year's schedule. You only gave up more than more than nine goals once, and that was to to Boys Latin, who reached the MIAA finals last year. Um, so, what's going to be the dynamic of this year's team? You know, I have Will Rock as one of my um, Player of the Year candidates um, heading into the season. So, but what what do you kind of see? What you've seen out of those scrimmages so far? Like, is it going to be 
strong defense, strong offense? Like, what do you kind of see out of your team as far as your, your strength, maybe? I mean, so far in these first, you know, we started February 20. Um, it's, it, it's, it's a mixture. I mean, I think it's going to, you know, I think on the defensive side of the ball, we have, you know, I believe a, a defensive coordinator and a coach and a guy named Jeff King that, that gets our guys ready year in and, and, and year out. Um, you know, he's a guy that I think could be coaching in college and he's just, you know, has done an incredible job with our defense these last seven years. Um, and so I think it starts on that side of the ball. Yes, we, you know, we graduated a goalie, we graduated a face-off guy, but, you know, it's, it's going to start with those polls. It's going to start with that commitment. Um, obviously, like any season, our, you know, offense, you know, you, you start out really excited and then we kind of get into some systems and things we want to do and then it and then it ramps back up. And so we, we've got to all commit on the defensive side. And I think that's going to be one of our, our biggest assets when you've got a Will Rock. Uh, we've got some young defenders back there. We've got some great fast poles. What really stands out to me from that defensive side, which transfers over, um, is the athletes we have. I mean, you graduate 17 seniors, but we there's so many sophomores and juniors and seniors and, and a couple freshmen on this team that are just they're athletic and they're fast. And so we've been playing at a very fast pace. Um, and I'm really excited about that. And I'm really excited about, you know, hey, we're going to make some mistakes, but we're going to be doing it really, really, really fast. And because we have a great defense and a defensive coordinator, you know, it's you know, we, we feel OK with it. You know, we'll, we'll make those mistakes, but then we're going to we're going to keep pushing. Um you know, I think at the midfield, you go to Brian Townsend, speaking of, of fast and speed. I mean, he, I think he's one of the fastest midfielders in the country. You know, he's a two-time captain for us, really, in, you know, moving the ball in transition. And then, you know, I'm really excited about our attack with some, some veterans coming back um, and, some, and some guys like a, a Jack Myers, who's a, you know, a big target down there and has scored a lot of points in, in only two years. You know, he's, he was starting games as a freshman. So we've, we've got a lot of assets to us and, and – uh, I think athletically, it's going to be it's going to be fun to watch us play. You know, it might be, you know, we might be in games that are complete shootouts, but but we're okay with that because we think we when we need to settle down and 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 you know uh, check, get on get on people's hands, we we can do that. And um, or we might have some games where, you know, offensively because we're a little younger, it's they're going to be they're going to be you know, low scoring games, but they'll be, they'll be fast low scoring games. <laughs> It's uh, it's it's tough to lose a lot of games when you prevent the other team from scoring. So it's always a good, you know, good defense can be a good offense at times. So you know, I've just been really impressed with what you guys have been doing. You know, against very good, like again, we've already talked about the schedule to be able to hold some of these teams, you know, to single digits is is pretty speaks volumes um, in my mind um, for that end. So uh, going to shift gears a little bit and kind of talk. You know, we mentioned you guys have won you guys have won seven straight WCAC titles. But kind of want to look at the athletic culture as a whole at Gonzaga. Like, what what is it like? Like, how do you describe it? Like, you know, is it is it sure. a, I guess a lacrosse centered focus, or you know, is all the athletic teams at Gonzaga good? Like, what's what's it kind of like there? Yeah, no, I mean, look, I, I the day that our program does not have athletes in our lacrosse program, I know you talk about the school as a whole, and I'll, and I'll touch on that in a second, but. The day we don't have guys that can, you know, kick a soccer ball, catch a football, throw a football, make a layup, you know, hockey, skate, wrestle, swim, water polo, you know, all those things is the day we, I think we, we, we don't, 
we don't win as, as many games as we do, you know, that I've always built and, and, you know, looking at young kids, I'm like, you know, how are your grades and what other sports do you play? And those are the, the factors for us, you know, coming in, what's going to make us, you know, you, you go by athletes. And so when I look at the school, I'm also the assistant athletic director there. I mean, I, I, I can't believe how, um, how unique and kind of diverse our sports are. I mean, we have 17 varsity sports. Um, you know, we're in the middle of the city and we, you know, they compete in, in everything. I mean, literally everything. I mean, basketball just won a city title in the WCAC. Hockey just won in a V1 and V2 state championships. Our swimming and diving team won national Catholics and they won the the, the, the metros and the Wimbissels. Uh, You know, football having, you know, being a top 10 area program in this area uh soccer won the wcac champ i mean so you you just look at it and then you get to our spring sports and our rugby team has our three-time national champions um our crew team is you know has won what is essentially the national championships and has represented you know two individuals on that crew team represented the usa in the in in a u19 uh a two-man boat in the world games i mean there's just i just look at it every day and i love just the diversity of our sports. We walk out onto our one field in the city. We don't practice till 4:30, close to five, because there's two rugby teams out there going at it. Our track and field team is out there, you know, running around the lanes and doing the discus and, and getting after it. You know, baseball is heading up the street. So it's, it's again, it's it's a mixture of 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 all the different sports, and it's um, it's fun to watch. It's really fun. Yeah. So what was it like whenever you first like, um, you know, I, I, I think I, I think I started covering across right about the time when you got to Gonzaga. So I really don't have too much, you know, history as far as like before, you know, pre Casey O'Neill <laughs> at Gonzaga. So what was the program like when you first started coaching there? Well, I, uh, I mean, just a little bit of background. I actually went there. And so, you know, I, I got an opportunity to play um in in the you know the early to mid 90s um was was lucky enough to be on a, a championship team uh back in 1993 uh played there and you know again it, it's we 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 were we were competitive um but but the area obviously was was what and and for for many great reasons what you know Landon and Georgetown prep <laughs> excuse me were were doing mm-hmm. um you know, came back after after college and uh, went to Lehigh, you know, played up there and came back and just started assisting. And, you know, kind of the same. We were close. Uh, we, 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 I was an assistant coach and we were very close to some championships. We just couldn't get over a hump of of, of beating DeMatha um, at, at that time. But we had great kids and kids that cared and kids that wanted to win. And it was I mean, it was right there and it was right there. And so when I became the head coach in 2008, um, you know, you could you could sense it. You could sense what was going on and, and, you know, started to surround myself with some really great coaches, um, started to sort of implement some uh, some core principles of, of just, you know, never give up and accountability and family and, and God. And just I think, again, surrounding myself with the right people, it 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 just something it was it was our turn. It was our turn. And, and never did I imagine that it would you know, go seven straight years to this point. Um, that was the, the last thing. I mean, at that time it was, it was like, you if you ever came in office, there's a picture of a guy, um, I mean, in, in full air mode, chasing down a DeMatha defender, um, at, 
a game we lost mm-hmm. and he's he's diving and he's totally going to miss the ride. I mean, the Damatha kid is gone, but he's behind him and he's just his sticks behind his head and he's diving and he's just he's he's riding till the midline and he and he's lay out. And, and it's this photo. You got to see it. Um, I think you've been in my office since yeah, before, but I I did. Um, <laughs> that was it. I mean, that was it. I saw that photo and that was that was it. It was never give up. And, and gosh, darn it. This we we will not stop until we get you know until we do this and uh, you know there you go but uh, we we've been really blessed again with a lot of you know good kids and and Gonzaga is a school that that attracts a lot of people uh, from 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 many areas around our you know the the DMV and um and I and I think I'll always say like you know don't pick our school for you know for these athletes you know lacrosse is great. Um, We've got a lot of good sports academics, I think is, is second to none, mm-hmm. you know, choose it for where you are in the city, you know, getting out of your comfort zone. Here we are in the middle of Washington, DC. I mean, just choose it for that. Choose it for the Jesuit mission of giving back and, and men for others. And we've, we've, we've been very blessed in that sense. Yeah. You mentioned the, you know, the, the picture and kind of, uh, you know, the implementing some of your, your policies and philosophies and whatnot, like, but what, if you had to pinpoint one thing, like obviously, you know, you, you pointed out like Gonzaga has a lot of athletes and you guys, have, you've won conference championships, but to win seven straight and to take it to that level, like, what do you think it was that, like, was there one core thing that maybe not changed, but you implemented that you now look back on and be like, oh, you know, that was the turning point. Like that's, you know, maybe that's the thing that's the, that keystone, that bedrock that everything has been built on. Yeah, it's again, and you, know, you talk about those athletes and and those kids, um, and and you know I should say student athletes. I mean, these kids are they're very smart and not as proud of that of, of anything. Um, you know, I think our team, our non or our returning varsity guys, uh, GPA average was was a three point six uh, this first semester, and and just you know so they're smart guys. You know, I think back to that, and it it just it it just kind of was a not a perfect storm, but just the right fit of kids at the time, um, in from '08, you know, to to 2010. There was those two years we lost in our semifinals, mm-hmm. and that, you know, I think to a couple guys and a couple leaders that just they just embodied everything of of our mission. You know, our just our never give up. And again, it, it, I'm going to say this later. I, I looked at some of the questions that you, uh, you know, did my uh, my research. Thank you for sending those. But it, it really takes a village, and, and you know, you, you start to get the right parents that understand, um, you know, what, what the coach is doing and, and and what our kind of rules are about. Hey, our practices are closed. Hey, but we also need some help with, you know, how we're going to bring all of our families together. Hey, we're going to not talk about playing time and not talk about team strategy, but yet we need to have more messes as a as a as a program together. Um, let's get the gear on all the people, um, and and let us trust us. Let us do you know what we're going to do with these kids to get where we need to go. And if we don't do it, great, you know. But at least we have this plan in place. And um, again, I just uh, I just think back to those years and. You know, we, we, we took some lumps in 08 and 09. I mean, we had we had some great wins, but, you know, you could just see these younger guys really grasp it. And, and I think first and foremost to, 
two guys, David Plan and David Planning, excuse me, being one, mm-hmm. and a guy named Chris May being another. And then Jeff King, I, I talk about Jeff King, and I talk about all my coaches coming in, really implementing our defense. And we just, uh, you know, the, there it went. Yeah, it sounds like a, a, a cultural, impl- you know, like you implemented the culture. Like, I guess that's kind of an all-encompassing term because you kind of broke yeah. Kind of sounds like what it was. Like, you know, you institute, like, hey, this is the way we're going to run the ship. And everybody bought in. Like, everybody's like, okay. Like, I mean, yeah. And, and, and I, again, I, I also look to, you know, our Jesuit, our mission. And look, how many teams, I, lacrosse is one of the best ambassadors in terms of giving back and recognizing, you know, for whether it's, uh, you know, play for a cure, whether it's, um, you know, shoot out for soldiers and stuff. But we've, we, we also did, did a lot of service work. I mean, we spent a lot of time off the field. You know, what, one of the things I'm most proud of of our program is, and you know, now going into my tenth year, we've sent over 250 boxes to a unit in the Middle East. You know, writing letters. Um, you know, sending those care packages, getting letters back, and developing these. You know, the, these great service projects. You know, we we've supported Children's Hospital up the street for children fighting cancer. You know, for the last five years, including myself. Uh, we've shaved our heads and raised a lot of money and we've, we've done a lot of things to honor people and talk about others and not just ourselves. And I think that's also implemented as, as part of that culture. Yeah. So your, your Facebook post, what was the 22 push ups a day for 20, was it 22 days? Was that, <laughs> well, yeah, that was me, me personally, uh, a little embarrassed about that, but, but, <laughs> you know, see getting on there, but yeah, I, I think it's always about, you know, if just like any team, I mean, if, if individuals are, you know, if you've got a bunch of individuals on your team, um, you're you're not going to go anywhere. You know, I've seen some incredible teams with some of the best players, but it's just again, it's 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 about others. It's always selflessness. It's always got to be about. Uh, it's always got to be about the team. Yeah. Well, you might you might have been embarrassed, but I think it's one of those like you know, uh, it kids learn from the people above them. You know, you're you're teaching student athletes how to become you know not just lacrosse players, but how to become. And I think when they see like you know. He's not just talking about it. He's doing it like that. You know, I think that's the difference. Like some people just talk about it and just be like, you know, do as I say, not as I do kind of thing. Like <laughs> people are like actually following through on the words. Like I think it, it, it lands, you know, it's like, okay, he's not just, you know, saying these things because that's what he's supposed to say. He actually lives by these. Uh, well, so I think it's easier for the, for that, for the, for the students, you know, I remember being that age, like, you know, you, you take notice when people walk the walk. Um, so you know, Thank you. Uh, you you've been there a while. So I'm not I'm not you know I know I said was your favorite memory of coaching at Gonzaga, but you said you played there. So I'm just gonna kind of open it up. Like, what's your your favorite memory of either playing or coaching at Gonzaga? Oh, oh boy, there's um, it might have been you, know, you have more time to work through now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, again, playing at look as a as a yeah, I I just love the experience of, of of being at the school. I mean, we had some. I had some great teammates and we had some, some great moments. Um, you know, I, look, my, my, it has to be my, my favorite moment. And again, we've had some, some epic battles with, uh, you know, not only teams in our, in our conference, uh, but, but, you know, the, the Landons and Bullis and, and Georgetown prep and, you know, in this, in our area, but I, I have to go with, our 2010 WCSD championship game um, because that was the goal. It wasn't about, okay, we've got to go and, and beat the number one team in the country. Um, the math was, the, was the number one team in our conference. And, and, and that was it. I mean, that year was, 
I mean, that's what that was everything. That was the photo. And and that game, you know, I don't know if it was the lacrosse gods kind of looking down on us and giving us an opportunity, but to to be down eight to three in the fourth quarter, you know, our first time, my first time as a head coach in a championship game and to, to rattle off, you know, five straight goals to, to tie it up with 16, uh, 19 seconds left in the game. Um, you know, they, I talked about David planning. He literally a junior that year carried us on his back, um, you know, did not leave the field as a midfielder and then going into overtime and, and again, just hanging on uh, in the first possession, watching them, you know, have a, a bunch of good looks and, we had a goal with uh, probably a minute, minute 30 left in the first OT that was off of a timeout that literally did not happen any which way that we drew up. It just, you know, sticks are flying in the air and balls being redirected and it landed in, the, in, a, in a young sophomore named Sean Wickham's stick and he just kind of one-timed it in. And that moment, that night, that that game, is, is that's it. That, that was just, you know, the, it was that was the greatest. Yeah, okay. Um, I, you know, it's funny. I asked coach Bordley that, that exact same question about a few weeks ago and he, he Oh, I heard, <laughs> oh, he, heard yeah, he picked your guy's game, at, you know, at, at Georgetown. <laughs> like I was like, Oh, I was going to kind of laugh if you picked the same game. I was like, Oh, that'd be good. <laughs> but I can, well, I don't know if I was going to pick first, that. So. I mean, look, of course, but he's right. I mean, he, he, again, it's that night was electric and, and that team, that, that Landon team, I mean, for I think for the D.C. sport, people still talk about it. And that was uh, two or three years ago. I mean, you filled the Georgetown University Stadium in, in, on their campus. I mean, there was, you know, the student sections and there was like smoke going everywhere and there was chants and there was oohs and ahs. And it was just to me that game that he talks about and, and, and they wanted it. I mean, gosh, did they want it. And, and you know, we, we were giving them everything they had in the last minute. Um, I did kind of take a moment at, at that time, Mike, when, when they, you know, they were celebrating and, and I kind of looked over and their student section was on the field and their, and, and, and their, their team and they were celebrating and, you know, our guys were as expected, you know, very dejected, but I kind of sat there and said, you know, we're Gonzaga, like it's, wait, what's going on here? You know, like, how are they selling? I mean, this is, you know, that's landing over there. That's the, the pro program you know and and so much respect for them but to see them celebrate like that you know and i said we i guess we've we've done some good things <laughs> for them this i mean it, it, and i had a proud moment there and, and coach borley and i actually talked about it and we laughed and we had some you know uh some long conversations but it's uh it's all good it was very cool yeah I, I wish i could have seen that one because i think was that the year you guys pretty that was the year you guys played all your games on the road because two years ago you guys were renovating the fit the field and you played yep on the road yeah we were we were on the road that year you know i mean we played the, uh, a hill academy team that year uh at georgetown who i just i don't know how we pulled that one off but we did we had lost him two years prior um we we, we played culver up at hopkins we played somebody up at fordham prep up at lehigh you know we we we, we were all over the place and but we again we've developed some great rivalries um we're fully aware that that you know, um, every team is, you know, even a Landon who's as good, as great as they come, um, and was well coached, you know, they're, they're, they're coming for us. And that's, uh, you know, that's, that's pretty cool. It's fun for these kids, uh, and, and for the coaches to be, you know, ready for the best, uh, every, every game. Yeah. Um, you know, I know you got a, a you got a, it's already a late night for you, so I'm not going to keep you much longer. So I'm just going to fire off a few of the, the rapid fire questions. So, 
starting at starting at the top, you know, I kind of found, you know, in just kind of my reading and uh, research, like, you know, successful leaders usually have, you know, some sort of either morning routine or some routine that they follow. Like, uh, do you have one? And so what is it? Well, as a parent of, of three children and a husband to a, uh, a saint, an angel, uh, a beauty, you know, um, you know, I'm up and at them with, with, uh, with, with them. My wife is up before I am and, you know, uh, just get up, you know, same as anybody brushing the teeth, uh, hugging the girls, you know, my son now goes to, uh, Gonzaga. So that's a pretty great routine to sit there in the car and, and ride in with him. I mean, it's just kind of pinch myself and obviously, um, just, just very blessed. But, but as soon as I get to the office, I mean, it's, uh, it's business, but those first 20 to 30 minutes, you know, we're kind of getting up and getting after it. It's, uh, you know, those are the moments, especially this time of year that I've, you know, are kind of really the only 20, 30 minutes I get to spend with my daughters um, because we're, you know, at school all day and then practice till late. And, you know, I'm a, I'm a family guy. It's just uh, nothing, nothing great. Yeah. Um, how, how old is your son? He's 16. 16. Is he, uh, is he, I guess he's got to be getting pretty close. To, or I guess he's in high, obviously in high school at this point. Is he, is he play lacrosse? Yep. Yep. He, uh, he made the team this year and, and that's a whole new experience. Um, I was going to ask, you know, he's going to work his, uh, work his way on, on the depth chart there, but, uh, he's, um, you know, it's, that's, it's, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool to have, you know, uh, you, your son who over the years coming to all the games and sitting in the gyms and, you know, going to the camps with, uh, and, and running around and being in the locker room and, and to be, you know, again, uh, he earned it himself. You know, he, he went out and, you know, I don't think a day went by this off season. He wasn't running and lifting and shooting, you know, asking questions and, and, uh, it's, it's pretty neat, but you know, there's, there's going to, there have, and will be more moments of, uh, you know, taking a lap and, 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 <laughs> you know, get treated just like any other kid. And so, um, I'm just proud of, you know, that, that, that he earned that. Yeah, so what's, what's that like, you know, it's your, your first and, you know, now that you got a coach, like you've never, obviously never coached done before. Like, do you cut, do like, do you fight? Like, I guess, what's it like? I, I don't have a, I don't have a, <laughs> what's it like you all of a sudden be like, Oh, you know, it's one thing to be at home and now there's that extra relationship, you know, it's different <laughs> like a little bit. It, it, yeah, it is. I mean, and again, we're, 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 we're new at this last year. He was on the, you know, the, the freshman JV team and, you know, it's, it's different than coaching a little youth team, you know, in the fall ball or in the summer and stuff. And it's, you know, we're still, we're still kind of working on it. You know, there, there's, there's going to be those times that look, I'm going to treat him the same as any other player, especially any, any newbie on the, on the varsity. I mean, they're going to, they're going to get an earful and they're going to get a lot of it. <laughs> and, uh, you know, maybe in a year, I'll let you know how it goes, but we've, uh, you know, so far so good, but you know, it's, um, Again, it's you, you. You've got to have a, a line there where it's uh, you know father and son, and you know um, it's it's pretty cool. I mean, it it, it is pretty cool to uh, to to do that, and um, you know he, he's 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 working hard. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, what's the best piece of advice you've received during your life? Oh man. Well, I'm I'm uh, again. It's a couple. You know, my father is somebody that that has been. You know, um, obviously, I've I've been surrounded by by great great family, but you know, a couple of things he would always teach me. You know, and, and I think working in um, with high school kids, it, it it pays a lot of values. But but you know, he'd always say that hey, you know, patience is a virtue. You know, as coaches and um, 
you know, all of us going around in our lives and just working and working and, and we've got to get this and especially the hustle and bustle of this area. But, you know, you, you, you've got to have patience. You've got to be able to um, just just understand what you're doing um, to be able to, to step back, take a breath and um, just uh, understand what you're doing and, and what, you know, what's the reason for it. Um, you know, and also dealing with these kids, I, I mean, I think I always look at, um, you know, moderation is the key in terms of how we balance our lives. I mean, we have to, and he, my father would say this to me, you know, this moderation, okay, you, you've, you've got to balance what you're doing with your schoolwork, with your family, you know, with, 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 with God, um, and, and with your athletics. And so that, that's kind of the, the things I've, I've always looked at and, and it can go, and that could be taken a, a bunch of different ways, but and lastly, I said it a few times, but, you know, you, you, you were asking about, you know, the program, but just I always like saying, you know, hey, with the success, it takes a village. You have to surround yourself with uh, like-minded people you trust and, you know, nobody. And I mean, nobody does does anything with, with success just, just by themselves. You, you need to um, – you, you need a village. Mm-hmm. Um, that actually perfect segue into the the last question of uh, what what two things do you attribute the success that you've had to? Oh wow! Um, well, first and foremost, um, my 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 family. You know, my 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 wife. I mean, to be able to do this uh, again, it's we're we're high school lacrosse coaches. This isn't you know the pros or college, and it's. It, it, it's it's my family. I mean, that's what drives me. You know, my daughters, my son, and and my wife, and uh, that's that's number one. And then again, I'm gonna say it. It's probably the fifteenth time I've said it takes a village, but um, you know, the assistant coaches that are on our staff are they're unbelievable. If you go to our website and, and read the bios, I mean, it's just I can't believe that we've built a staff, but they've stayed this long, uh, a staff like this, but they've stayed this long, and um, you know, if if I'm in the opposite shoes and I'm looking at these assistants, the guys that I work with and that, that, that teach these boys every day, that's where I want my boy to be because, I mean, these guys are they're the best. All right. Well, Coach, you know, I know we, talk, we talked a little bit longer than I thought we would, but, I you know, I, I can't thank you enough. I know you got – again, it's a late night, so I appreciate you, you taking time. And like I said, you guys get started in a couple of days, so I'm sure the uh, that that nervous twitch has probably started to kind of just get it going. You've you've done all the scrimmages, now it's time to play for real. So <laughs> you guys open on the 11th. Again. Yeah, yeah. Well, trust me, the way we're practicing right now, I think the kids feel the same way. So uh, hopefully they can bear with us for a couple more days of preparation, and you know we'll uh, we'll see we'll see where where 2017 takes us. Yeah. Do you guys have a you know I I, I don't know is there a uh, saying for eight straight like I guess is it. <laughs> Is there no well, thumb, but yeah. I don't know what happens after that? <laughs> I don't know. The, our our motto this year is is ATA, and that's uh, accept the adversity. You know, I mean, it's again, we're uh, I think that goes goes a lot of ways. So, um, you know, we're, we're going to have some ups and downs, and we're going to get the best of everybody, and things aren't always going to go our way. But you know, you accept it, and you move on, and um, so I'm not I'm not even thinking about that. You know. <laughs> <laughs> any of the other eight or this or that we just yeah. uh let's just let's go play and, and see what we can do 